Hey everybody, this is Jeremiah Craig coming at you from Seattle here on Thursday. What is it? September 13th. Wow, I got a lot going on here. I have been recording and streaming a lot on UpLive. If you follow my coffee and music stuff, I always do streaming on UpLive on Fridays. That's when I do my coffee and music on UpLives. And they recently reached out to me and asked if I would do a little bit more on there. And they said that they would sponsor me to stream more on UpLive. So I'm spending a lot of time on there. Yesterday, I spent three hours streaming and I was just recording songs. Like I was just recording music while I was streaming and I was talking with people in the stream all over the world. There's people from Indonesia. It's very much like Anchor. There's people from everywhere on UpLive and it's mainly people in Asia, but it's starting to spread in the United States. It's a really cool experience to be on this app and to be able to play for people and basically do what I'm doing anyways, but then have people just be there with me and pretty much talk to me while I'm recording. So yesterday I was recording Whoop Jamboree, the sea shanty. And I was also starting to record this other sea shanty called Rolling Down to Old Maui. Two really cool sea shanties that I just really enjoy and I'm using these two old sea shanties as my two singles for this month. Hopefully I can get them mixed by the end of tomorrow so that I can put them up on Spotify by September 19th, which is International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Because who doesn't want to release sea shanties on International Talk Like a Pirate Day? Like, it's just obvious, right? So, I was recording... And I was explaining my process to people while I was recording. And part of my process is, of course, adding texture to songs. And I didn't realize how much of an importance I put on the texture of a song. Now, that might sound a little weird. Like, what does texture mean? You have melody, you have the beat or the percussive aspects of the song, and texture sort of falls in the middle. Like texture can be percussive, but texture can also be melodic. And that's what I like about the bowed banjo. And I think you've probably heard me talk about the bowed banjo before. Basically, I just take a fiddle bow and play the banjo with it. It sounds pretty nasty. Um, let me see, where's my, where's my fiddle bow? I can't seem to find out where my fiddle bow is at the moment or else I would play the banjo with it for you right now. Um, but if you want to go back to some of the previous episodes, especially the ones earlier this year uh, that centered around We've Bobtailed Further for Less, I talk about the bowed banjo there. Anyways, it kind of sounds very scratchy and not very enjoyable on its own. However, when it's mixed in with the rest of the song, it adds another dimension to it. And of course, we're talking about sea shanties, right? So having something be a little bit scratchy or having something sound like it's a little creaky 
makes sense because the setting of the song is basically on a ship. That's where sea shanties are sung. So having these aspects be a part of the song just makes sense to me. And this is what I think about when I'm recording is adding the textures that would be in the song when it was sung or when it was written to add in the context, right? Because the context is important to folk songs especially. And then later on, I was continuing my conversation about texture, and I didn't realize that I also brought texture into singing as well. See, yesterday I was singing like I did during Thistlebill. I was trying to add a crowd aspect to it. And if you want to go back and listen to that podcast, you can sort of hear what I'm going for in that. I'm singing in a lot of different voices. Sometimes they're out of key, and yet that's the way crowds sing. Not everybody can sing on key, and they still sing, and that's what it sounds like to be in a crowd. You need to have a different voice when you are trying to make the crowd sound by yourself. So that's what I was doing. And someone mentioned that it might not work on the live stream while I was doing it. And I, and then I played it all as one piece. Uh, and we got that crowd sound down. And I would play it for you now, except I haven't mixed it yet. So you'll just have to wait. But you can listen to my song Thistlebill on Spotify if you want to get an idea of what I'm going for. When I sing in different voices or out of key or trying to add those separate realities or separate personalities into the song to bring life to it. That's what I mean by texture. The texture of the song is super important to telling the story and providing the imagery to a listener, in my opinion. That's all in the texture of the recording. Imagery is vital when it comes to folk music. And I realized that I give it more value than I thought when I'm recording through things like the bowed banjo and also singing in different voices as backup tracks. So I was just thinking about that and I wanted to share that here on Anchor as well because it is kind of interesting to me and you might find it interesting as well, but I think there are three main things when you should consider when you're recording excuse me there there's the melody and of course how it sounds there's the beat and the percussive aspects of it and then also the texture so that's what I got and I am going to be mixing those songs later today and hopefully I will be able to share them with all of you. Not hopefully, I will share them with all of you when I'm done mixing them. And I can share them earlier on the podcast and things like SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Uh, but I don't think I will on those channels just because I want to play off of International Pirate Day more. But because everybody here on the podcast is so awesome... I will, re- I will release those songs here first. Okay, that's all I got for that part. But this next part is something that I was reminded of when I was going through my old royalty-free music content. 
I started my first podcast back in 2014 or 2013, and it was around this royalty-free music company, and I used to do this spot called The Science of Sound. I used to do a segment based off of just fun stuff that's going on or some news that was recent uh, that had to do with music or sound. So I'm going to do that because I kind of miss it. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to try some science of sound right here for you now. And then after that, we'll get into some coffee and music. And don't forget that you can always call me whenever you want through Anchor itself. Or if you're not on Anchor, you can call me at 253-254-5898 and leave a message. And then I can put that message on the podcast as well. That number again is 253-254-5898. All right, let's get into some science of sound. Science of sound. We all know Thomas Edison. The guy was a genius. He has so many different inventions and patents to his name. And a lot of his ideas and sort of half-baked sketches were published in 1948 in a book called Diary and Sundry Observations. But recently, within the past couple of years, a new chapter was discovered that was left out of that publication and maybe it was because in 1948 these ideas would be considered uh, bad or you know what is that sacrilegious but anyways the idea is a spirit phone yeah he wanted to talk with the other side he wanted to talk with dead people from the other side of the grave And he tried really hard at this. I mean, we already knew that he had these ideas, but we didn't know that he actually tried so hard to make it. He even had a deal with one of his buddies. They made a pact to see who could make it first. But as far as we know, he wasn't able to do it, but that's as far as we know. If he was able to connect with the other side, just imagine the things that he could have learned and maybe he wouldn't want to share that knowledge with the rest of us. Maybe it's dangerous knowledge. If he did figure it out, do you think he would have kept it from us? Or do you think that he would have shared it with us? That's an interesting thought that I just now I'm kind of running over in my brain. I have to think that he would probably keep it to himself because something like that is so powerful. I mean, it will destroy several religions, I would imagine. It would destroy several belief systems and several countries who rely on those belief systems. What do you think? Do you think that if he found or was able to create a device that would be able to talk with spirits of the dead, that he would release that device into the public? Or that he would take those secrets to his grave? It's cool. It's cool stuff to think about. That's science. The science of sound, I think I'm calling this. Yeah, I don't even remember what I'm calling this. 
All right, it's time for some coffee and music. It's time for coffee and music. Take your coffee or tea how you choose it. It's time for coffee and music. Now. Coffee and music, coffee and music. Little technical difficulties on that first try. <laughs> oh, here we go again. Here we go again. Got my coffee, got my music. All right, this song is called Catalyst Kiss. Melatonin and have no questions to where I'm going. Stick around for the catalyst kiss, but it don't mean any more than this to me. The Jersey girl with the worn out eyes, she moves too quick to get on the high rise. She jumps back with the catalyst kiss. Few notches on my wrist go free And I wake heavy and I feel like a poem Being discussed by scholars and laymen Each time they feel it, they add a few lines Which changes the theme and thoughts they were framing But that's its nature by design The Catalyst Kiss Sunset shows it's where I kept to myself without parole. And then the wet Merlins left the shore, and I was questioned like a prisoner of a war. Your skeptic breath that held you around without the effect of keeping me down. Cause then we felt the catalyst kiss. And I wake listless and I feel like the grass That lays next to the path, the inebriated caravan Each time they pass, they walk out of their lines Which keeps them straight on their thoughts and their plans But that's its nature by design The catalyst kiss Reaching to a hesitant high to summon me over to stand by your side But my colonial days are too far behind To draw up the worry, to draw up the signs And it makes me think what I might miss So I just lay with the catalyst kiss And I wake guilty and I feel like a thief Who stole into time diamonds from an old widow and kept them for their timeless lines memories of days in the park to frost on the window but that's its nature by design the 
cuss and layman Each time they feel it they add a few lines Which changes the theme and thoughts they were framing But that's its nature by design Thank you. Alright, so we got that song down. Whew! Sort of a sad song. Now it's time for a happy song. The song is called Viaduct.
think whatever they please But to me it feels just as real Maybe even a little bit better See I got no problem With frozen custard meals And I probably stay up here quite a bit longer Yeah, see I'm just lagging in this wiggy Appreciate it. Cheers. A little coffee and music for you. A little coffee and music for me. Thanks for hanging out this morning, and I hope you have the best day ever. <laughs>